Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. I'm Sarah. And I'm Beth. We're lawyers, mothers, and co-hosts of the bipartisan podcast, Pantsuit Politics. We have more in common than divides us. In a world that defaults to false dichotomies, we explore the messiness of living wisely. The choices, trade-offs, priorities, and grace of living a nuanced life. Today on The Nuanced Life, we're going to talk about change, the only constant in our nuanced lives, and how different folks in our audience have coped with change. But first, if you have not been listening to The Nuanced Life for a long time, let me just tell you that for a consistent time period, Sarah was giving us what she called the Mm -hmm. Bruxism beat and -hmm. talking about how many of us clench our jaws when we're sleeping Emily has given us her personal Bruxism beat today, and I feel like that is the perfect way to open this episode of The Nuanced Life. Yes, because I was trying to basically fix my Bruxism. I was clenching my jaws in my sleep. Like, the idea that I would just have to sleep with a mouth guard the rest of my life was unacceptable because my body was trying to tell me it was tense. And so I was trying to address the disease and not just the symptom. And so I did a lot of legs up the wall, lavender oil at night, got massages, tried to manage my stress better. And it's not 100 percent. Like I still wake up sometimes and wonder, like, "Mm, was I clenching? It feels like I might have been clenching. But overall, I don't have headaches anymore. And it's way, way better. So Emily, who clearly remembered the Bruxism beat, said, I just got done with an energy clearing session. And this was remote. She had to do this online, which I'm here for. And the whole 90 minutes were focused on the fact that my throat chakra was out of alignment. She asked if I experienced any jaw soreness or headaches. And I said, yes, because I'm constantly clenching my jaw even when I'm sleeping. I did that too, y'all. Because if you think you're just doing it when you're sleeping, you're not. If you start to really notice, you'll see you're holding yourself like that in the daytime. She said the cause of this is that I'm not expressing myself properly or enough. She said that I need to be honest with others more, to sing more, and to say no to more things that aren't a hell yes. And I... Had a strong emotional reaction because around the same time, I went to an acupuncturist who told me the same thing, that I felt silenced. And this is when I was a city commissioner, so a suppress. And I just thought, this makes so much sense. This is an alignment. I also want to have a consult with this energy clearing expert. Bruxism update, y'all. Sometimes we're clinching because we feel silenced. Well, I'm so glad that Emily is dealing with that. I also would like an energy clearing session. I just mm-hmm, feel mm-hmm. like someone who can it. look at you and say, your throat chakra is out of alignment. I want that in my life. Yep, yep. I'll pass on the rec. Don't worry. Let's talk about Renee, who after 23 years has decided to stop covering her gray hair with color. She Mm -hmm. has spent a ton of time and money on hair color and is over it. And let me tell you, Renee, that I am coming up alongside you because just the time commitment of having my hair colored is getting exhausting. Renee's former stylist was discouraging about this. 
And it did not make Renee happy because her husband sees the same stylist who's never once said, you might want to color that silver hair of yours. But Renee found someone new who is helping her transition smoothly to her beautiful natural gray. She says, while not absolutely necessary, my husband's support of this has been awesome. He brags about it and keeps talking about how cool it is going to be once I'm fully gray. I've also been encouraged by women I run into that have done the same. Luckily, I'm also surrounded by strong female women at work. They didn't even bat an eye when I told them my plans and are incredibly supportive. Our 25-year-old son was home recently and noticed the amount of grays in my hair. He asked if I was going gray, and proudly I confirmed his response, awesome. Renee encourages anyone wrestling with this to find someone who thinks we should embrace our aging as a rite of passage, and I think that's excellent advice. I have so many strong feelings about this, as I'm sure you're surprised to hear. I think this is the most amazing thing. I love this trend about, gosh, probably three years ago, I looked at my mom and was like, I love you. No one believes you have red hair anymore. She was spending so much money, so much time. Now, my mom did the hardcore kind. She went from shoulder length hair to a pixie cut and then just grew it out, which is pretty baller if you're really thinking about it. And look, I want to be clear here. I'm not saying that like these hairstylists are in a in a conspiracy of greed, but like their financial interest is not in you growing, stopping dyeing your hair. We just talked about how expensive it is. So I think you really have to be like, I don't want to spend money over this anymore and not depend on their opinion, just like Renee didn't. I think that's really smart because, you know, that's their bread and butter. Although I do think most hairstylists give like good, honest opinions, but I love this trend. I mean, that all that hair dyeing, it's like a tax on women, man. That's like an economic oppressant. That's how strongly I feel about it, dyeing hair. I don't have, I only have a little tiny bit right now in my bangs. And I'm not going to lie to you and say that it will be hard for me because being a redhead is a huge part of my identity when I go gray. But I'm here for it. I can't wait. I'm not, I, I don't have any plans to ever start dyeing it. I'm just going to let it grow in. I also want to say, if you enjoy dyeing your hair, Godspeed, because I have gone through a lot of times when I have this thick, naturally curly hair. There is not a lot that I can do to vary it, especially with cuts. Mm. So color has been my way of doing that. And I don't want to shame anyone who colors their hair because they enjoy it, because they don't want to do the gray thing, because they're not ready for that yet, because they're never going to be ready for it. I think we should all just do what we want. And I am so happy that Renee has found someone to work with professionally who is supportive of doing what she wants. And I do think aging as a rite of passage, whatever form that takes, is a good thing to think about. When I've been making lists lately for a bunch of different activities of people I admire, it's almost always older women. Mm -hmm. Because I do feel like so many wonderful things happen in the aging process for women. And I hope that we're getting better societally at pulling that out. So I don't think the choice to go gray is for everybody, but I am so happy that it is the right choice for Renee and that she's excited about it. And I love how she said, like, I don't need my husband and son to be jazzed about this. It's also Mm -hmm. really nice that they are. And I think that's a very healthy perspective, too. Well, here's what I think, too, that I personally see in, like, the trend of hair dyeing that I'm here for. You're going to think I'm crazy, but I really think it's it's launched around the Hunger Games. Remember the Hunger Games? And at the Capitol, they would all have those, like, peacock-colored hair. Remember that movie? And how, like, intense Mm -hmm. the costumes and the makeup and the hair dye. And I feel like that's where it started. And I feel like hair dye stopped being 
I'm going to spend this money and take this time to look more natural or look like a natural blonde or look like a natural brown head or redhead or to look like I'm not dyeing my hair and became, you will have no doubt about whether I dye my hair because it is now purple or that silvery purple gray thing they do. Or like, I mean, I was with a young girl yesterday over the, or over the weekend and it it was like rainbow colored. Like, I think that's so cool that it seems to be like we're moving more in a, oh, well, you need to dye your hair to fit in to you can dye your hair to stand out. I'm here for that. I love that all day long. I think that's so cool. And if I, I really hope my hair does come in white because I would not be above like dying you because I think the white hair would be it's like a blank like a blank palette you know like a canvas that you could do all kinds of cool things with so I love I love the way that sort of dyeing your hair has gone in that direction I totally agree that's silvery blue I am all about I think it's, it's so, so pretty. cool all I want in life is to look like Emmylou Harris <laughs> sorry you just get such a sense of someone when they have a little detail like that that's unexpected mm-hmm. and it's nice mm-hmm. and it's inviting. And that's another thing. I love seeing older women embrace like I'm going to do what I want now, everybody, and you can enjoy it and admire it. Thank you. And I love that perspective. So, Renee, good job. Thank you for sharing this with us. We're going to take a quick break and we'll come right back. And today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns age, it can be hard to find the time to sit down and learn more. It's not easy when the likes of social media can be so addictive and time consuming. So you may think you don't have time to read a book or develop yourself. But there's an app that we both highly recommend called Blinkist to help with this. Blinkist is the only app that takes the best key takeaways and the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes, which you can read or listen to. Blinkist is made for busy people like you who get to get the main points quickly without reading the entire book. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute, on your lunch break, or while you exercise. Eight million people are using Blinkist right now, and it has a massive and growing library from self-help, business, health, to history books. I love it. There's so many sort of foundational business books and self-help books that I'm not really going to go back and read the whole thing, but I kind of want to know what everybody's talking about. Like, I've never read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People or whatever it is, and on the other day I was like, I'm going to Blinkist that because I'm tired of feeling like I don't know what everybody's talking about. It was perfect. Right now for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash life to start your free seven-day trial. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash life to start your free seven-day trial. Blinkist.com slash life. Next up, Rachel is commemorating moving to a new house, city, state, after three years of not really having a home. In 2016, Rachel's mother died, and she and her husband moved in with her father. She describes it as sort of a 
cocoon of grief that it was very difficult, but they were together and they were trying to help each other through this very difficult process. But it was really, really hard. She struggled with Donald Trump's election around this time. She felt like she lost her mother, most of her father, her country, her faith, and her marriage had begun to struggle. So Rachel and her husband decided something had to give, and they resolved to travel Europe. They never spent longer than a week in one location. It's something they'd always wanted to do. They didn't have kids or professional commitments that prevented it. She said it was transformative, so much fun, and exactly what they needed. They learned about the world and each other. They had their faith restored. They reconnected and met surrogate extended families all over Europe. And it was hard as wonderful as it was. They recognized that it was a privilege to be able to do this. They did it through house sitting. But changing locations all the time wears on you. And Mm. they finally came home to the U.S. They moved in with some friends while job searching. And in March, Rachel's husband landed a dream job. So they found what she describes as a darling home in a great community. And they are tentatively attending a church, which she says feels a little bit clunky and a bit like redemption. I love that. Rachel's dad has since remarried, and she really likes the woman that he has remarried. They're considering being overseas long term, but right now, Rachel and her husband are settled and making a home and are very happy where they are. And this is how she ended her message to us. Thus, I want to commemorate this new direction in our lives, one that we could have never envisioned just three years ago. I want to commemorate the sacred work of grief and how the scorched places it left behind became fertile ground for new things to take root. I want to commemorate the crazy Europe-sized bucket list dream that my husband and I made happen and how travel gave us the space to heal our marriage and transform our perspectives. I want to commemorate the holy work of losing your religion. I want to commemorate having a home of our own again where I always know where the silverware is and where we have our own art on the walls. And I want to commemorate that in her death, my mother gave me one last excruciatingly beautiful gift, a fierce desire to live my own life as fully and as well as I can. That's so beautiful. I can only imagine how transformative travel like that would be with a rela- inside a relationship because – I mean, you're on like it's you and him and it's your team. And to to uproot every week or so for an entire year, I cannot imagine. But I can absolutely see how that would really bond you back together. I know someone who is about to move across the globe and she's moving with her family and they are not taking anything with them. They're just moving, right? And once they get there, they're going to find a place to live and refurnish their lives. And I think there is something so cathartic about that. It's scary, but it really appeals to me on a bunch of levels, too. I love change. I love travel. I have that persistent kind of wanderlust. And so I just so admire that Rachel and her husband understood that they were in a good moment to make this leap and decided to do it. I feel like I maybe squandered some of those opportunities before I had small children. And I loved their awareness. Like the universe is calling our names here and we're going to answer. So I do not have any of that wonderlust. However, when she was talking about their own silverware and their own art on the walls, the idea of every week seeing how another person lives sounds like so much fun. I love to see how people rearrange their lives inside their own living spaces. I find it endlessly fascinating. So that aspect 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Aspect of it, I think, would be so interesting to just see people's personal living spaces every week for an entire year, especially in Europe. And like you would see, you know, probably things you would never see in the United States or have get totally new ideas about how to arrange your kitchen or how to arrange your bedroom or your bathroom. Oh, God, it sounds like so much fun. In fact, Rachel, can you follow up and send us like the craziest things you saw in other people's houses, please? And thank you. (laughs) I think this whole experience would help help you hold on to everything a little more loosely to give you both a sense of gratitude for things as they are, but also an understanding that they don't have to be that way. I mean, that's part of the learning of grief, right? That something was wonderful and we valued it and we mourn it. And also that things can go on. And I feel like the process of losing both people and place at the same time, and then diving into this whole kind of other world of what people and place can mean, that just seems like a really profound way to to like scale what you can learn from loss. So good job, Rachel. We're happy that you took this incredibly heartbreaking experience and really transformed your life. I think it's definitely worth a commemoration. We will be right back after this short message from our sponsor. Temperature is personal. Everyone's ideas of comfortable is unique. Most public places heat or cool spaces aiming for a temperature that's comfortable for only 80% of the population, leaving many people thermally underserved, which I feel is a label that I could have just worn on my chest Mm -hmm. the whole time I worked in an office Mm -hmm. building and sometimes in my bedroom, thermally underserved. Not feeling thermally comfortable can contribute to lost productivity, increased stress levels, and can be mentally exhausting. Invented by three MIT scientists, Ember Wave is the first wearable that helps you feel colder or warmer at the press of a button. Ember's lab's mission is to bring thermal wellness to the world. They're passionate about using temperature to help every person feel better physically and emotionally. Although Ember Wave is not a medical device for those with medical conditions related to temperature, Ember Wave can help remedy bursts of temperature extremes or other uncomfortable sensations. Ember Wave is there when you need relief most. All you do is press to activate Ember Wave for a burst of heating or cooling. This sensation pairs with your body and mind to make you feel more comfortable in a matter of minutes. Ember Wave provides comfort in unpredictable climates, relief from stress, and support for sleep. At the end of a long day, Ember Wave has a fall asleep mode that can help you maintain a comfortable temperature as you drift off to sleep. And this is my favorite way to use it. I love setting myself up for 35 minutes of warmth on my wrist. Some places you can use Ember Wave include your over air conditioned office, Mm -hmm. restaurants, airplanes, after a workout, malls in the car, crowded public places, and more. Ember Wave was named one of Time Magazine's best inventions of 2018 and has been reviewed by a number of leading technical publications. Head to emberwave.com and save $50 with code LIFE at checkout.
Our last commemoration today comes from Sarah, who is making a change in how she approaches time off from work. And I feel like Sarah is setting a very important example for everyone here. So she's a paramedic. She works 24-hour shifts, then has 48 hours off. And that scheduled work for her initially, but the culture has changed and the way people use 911 services has changed. Side note, I would like to hear all about that. Feel free to email us, Sarah. Now she has an exponentially greater physical, mental, and emotional workload. She read burnout and realized that she's not handling the stress well. There are two things that have always helped her manage her stress that she has stopped doing, running and using her annual Disney World pass. Sunday morning, she went for a run and went to Disney World, and it wasn't enough. The next day, she felt like she'd been hit by a truck. Sarah has never taken off work unless, and these are her words, she was actively vomiting or running a high fever. Goodness. She said her body was clearly issuing an ultimatum, so she's taking the day. And she said, I feel guilty for putting myself before my jobs and coworkers, but I recognize this is unhealthy and will be working on it going forward. I need to run some errands later. Perhaps I shall purchase a cookie cake to celebrate doing the hard but right thing. Um, purchasing cookie cake is the proper way to celebrate everything important. We established this on Instagram recently. It's how the Lord intended we celebrate things. So good for you, Sarah. You also are not putting yourself before other people when you take a day off, when your body is telling you to do that. I think what you're actually doing is trusting the people around you and giving them permission to do this when they need to as well. Mm -hmm. This idea that we all need to go, go, go and press as hard as we can communicates to other people that that's what we expect of them and that we're looking down on them when they do nurture themselves. And I just think it's a real act of courage and generosity to be able to look at yourself and say, guys, I have walked up to the edge and it is time for me to pull back a little bit and reset so that I can be my best for and with you. Mm -hmm. Please do the same because I will be here recharged and ready to take the lead when you need this time. Yeah. I liked what she said too about burnout and realizing that the things she was doing to help manage stress she wasn't doing anymore. I had that same realization where I don't know why, but it's like your instinct. Things get more stressful. Everything's more intense. And the first thing you cut is the way you manage stress. I don't know what bad instinct this is, but I did the same thing and then looked around and was like, oh my gosh, all the stuff that really helps me I've stopped doing or what else I've noticed is I just was doing it at the same level like I was dialing up my stress but I was not dialing up the ways in which I manage stress which I think is also really really important I shared this on Twitter and it generated some interesting discussion so at the beginning of every day I write down the three things that I must do that day before I go to bed and my three thing list is an all of life list it's not just work it is some days it's like fill out well today Fill out all of the back-to-school paperwork. Make a Nuanced Life podcast. Pack my suitcase, right? So it's never going to be just just family or just work. It's all the things. What are the three essential things for today? And so yesterday, I could feel a cold coming on. And number one on my list was rest so I can get through Mm -hmm. this cold. And that has to go on the list because it does require me to do things and to reorient myself. And I think what's so freeing when you name for yourself, hey, right now I need to pour in more than I give out, is it puts everything else in context. And so yesterday I got a lot more done than my top three things, but I did it all with a gentleness that I don't usually have because it was like everything I decided to take on 
there was a decision and sort of does that fit in the framework of I really need to be taking it easy today and how can I do this with a sense of taking it easy? That is so counterculture. No one ever says, hey, Sarah, make sure that you take enough mental health days to recharge from the work you're doing as an emergency services worker. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. the profession that Sarah's in, it's almost like it needs to be mandatory that these folks take good care of themselves. It's like we should all take a challenge month and say, okay, this month I'm going to treat every day, including when I'm working, like I'm recovering from the flu. Yes, that's good. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Well, we solved that one, guys. Let's try it. We'll just make August is almost over, so we'll just do September in September so we don't get the flu in October and November. We're all going to treat every day with a gentleness like we're recovering from the flu. This sounds fun. I like it. I'm excited. I guarantee that if we all did that, we would get more done. Too. Yeah. We talk about these things like they're exclusive, but I actually think that is the way to be clear about what we're trying to accomplish and to actually devoting our time to accomplishing that. The other thing about my three things list that helps me is I always realize, you know what? Um, Social media does not appear on here. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Except when it does. There are days when like writing some Instagram posts is on my list, but that's a different day than days when I have nothing to do with social media that's productive. And so it doesn't mean I don't use social media on those days, but it means I'm able to draw myself away from that scrolling, scrolling time. So if we right. could replace what feels like self-care in the form of scrolling, scrolling, scrolling with actual self-care in the form of I'm taking a day off or I'm getting a massage or I'm having my energy cleared, back to you, Bruxism, whatever it is, I really think we would be infinitely more productive. Well, I think we shall do it and try. I think this will be a fun, ongoing conversation. I like it. Speaking of ongoing conversations, we kick off our Nuance Nation tour next week, y'all. We're going to be in Northern California and Southern California. We're so excited to be on the West Coast. If you live on the West Coast, you want to come see us in person. Nuance Nation kicks off next week, and we'll put the link in the show notes so you can get your tickets. Thank you, as always, for joining us here. Please keep your commemorations coming. And until next Wednesday, keep it nuanced, y'all. Dylan Garvin produces The Nuance Life. Elise Knapp is our managing director. The Nuance Life is listener-supported. Go to patreon.com slash the nuance life. For $5 each month, you'll receive an entire bonus episode of The Nuance Life. Dante Lima is the composer and performer of our theme music. Dylan Garvin is the composer and performer of our ad music. For more information about The Nuance Life and to connect with us through our weekly email, visit pantsuitpoliticsshow.com.